As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Do I need to hang up now? It's setting up your meeting for Facebook Live. So. You're hanging up on me, bro. My cell phone. Oh, wait. I don't see our meeting. I don't see. It says we're live on Facebook. Yeah. We're on. All right. Well, thank you for bearing with us. Uh, this is Teresa Kennedy, um, host. Yes, yeah, and technical difficulties. Um, but I think we've worked through those. And I am joined today with my co host, Ms. Kamisha Mumford. Um, we are so excited to be here at this moment, uh, sharing with you all about Dear Sister. If you didn't get a chance or hadn't seen or hadn't heard, um, this podcast is one that features candid discussions surrounding sisterhood, leadership, politics, entrepreneurship, everyday life, wellness, <laughs> and personal growth. Yes, all of that. Uh, we are members of the Women for Progress Radio Network. And so as part of this network, we want to bring you something that's a little different than the usual lineup. And so we hope that you will enjoy this podcast um, it is available on other streaming networks, um, as Spreaker, uh, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, as well as Spotify. And then it will also be brought to you every third Wednesday of the month on the Women for Progress Facebook page live and promptly at 5 p.m. So we thank you again for joining us. Uh, this is, again, something new, something exciting um, not just for the radio network, but for us, um, Kamisha and I, when I say us. Uh, so we are excited to be here with you all. And uh, at this time, I would like um, to introduce you. I've mentioned Kamisha already, but introduce the real estate attorney, the real estate guru. I, I don't know what her name she's going by uh, these days, but all of those are everything that explains um, the wonderful person that she is. So Kamisha. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited that we're on. Um, this has been something that Teresa and I have been talking about for quite some time. 
Um, and so to now finally be here, it's very, very exciting. Um, when we talked about what we present to you all in our show, we just wanted to make sure that we had something that, first of all, we could involve people in that they were interested in hearing about the events that are occurring um, right now in our world, but also some things um, that we could enlighten others on. Uh, presently, we're all dealing with the coronavirus. Um, people are trying to shelter in place and stay at home as much as they can. And so earlier today, we were talking about what that meant to each one of us. Uh, for me, it means that I am all things to all the people in my house. <laughs> and so whereas in my regular everyday life, I can say I am the all things real estate attorney. Right now, I am the chef. I am the principal. I am the cleaning lady. <laughs> I'm doing it all. Um, but we're really enjoying it. You know, I think when my kids get older and they think about this time that we're living in, I hope they just remember that we stayed home and we had so much fun. Um, Teresa, what about you? What have you been doing? Uh, I would totally, what have I been up to? Um, you know, I was talking to someone earlier today and she mentioned, well, her question to me was, what have I been doing, doing during this buffering? And I said, hmm, I never heard it referred to that way. And I said, that's exactly the perfect way to describe this, this time in the last two and a half months um, as, a, as a buffering period for me. Um, I'll have to say that it has been refreshing. Um, what most people don't know, um, is that I actually had started slowing down a little bit in my going. So those that know me, um, know me as someone always on the move and someone that's always having somewhere to go, it seems. And, uh, but I actually had already started slowing down, um, just right before this happened. So I really see it as God um, having a way of speaking long before I knew what he was up to. And uh, I've taken this time to really reflect. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more in the show. Um, this show is themed the newness. Um, so we'll talk about a little bit about that, what that's looked like in the show. Um, but I have overall enjoyed this time, to be honest with you. I, I started biking. Um, so <laughs> that's been uh, interesting. Um, I, I'm up to 10 miles now. Um, I don't know if that's a big thing or not, but that's because someone has kind of pushed me up to that. Otherwise, I would have been happy with my five or six miles I was getting. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to and uh, during this newness. Um, what about, oh, I think we were going to talk about this new norm as well and how different it is. Um, for me, the new norm, uh, one of the other things that's been diff this, uh, different for me, and this is another thing, a question I get all the time, Kamisha, is about um, how, how am I handling it? Yeah. And I guess that's a question I wanna pose to you before I answer it. Um, how are you handling? I know you mentioned all these hats you wear <laughs> now as, uh, as with your children at home and working from home sometimes. Um, how are you handling things? Ooh, I think I'll need a little bit of time after to figure out exactly how I've handled it, but I'm taking it all in stride. Um, it is a, sometimes a stressful time, especially since we just officially got out of school as we're having to turn in schoolwork on yesterday. Um, 
but it seems like we're just taking it day to day. Things are so slow in some aspects, whereas we're not running from one event, one meeting, one birthday party to the next. And so we do have more time to spend as a family. Um, it's just so different in how we're moving about. I don't think my kids have been anywhere outside of my house since before spring break. Um, so we go to the store and, you know, my husband will get out and then I'll sit in the car with them. So, and, and they have been begging for interaction with other children too. They want to go play and of course see their grandparents, which they haven't been able to do. Um, and they're very close to them. And so it's just one of those things where I feel like everybody's just doing the best that they can. Um, like I said before, though, I hope at the end of it, I've done a really good job of kind of keeping us all together, keeping things going um, and helping them feel like even though things are so different, that it's still a good new normal. Absolutely. You know, uh, one of the new norms is wearing masks. Um, I <laughs> interestingly saw a post that someone made and said that and I, I, you know, again, keep in mind, this show is something to look different than the usual uh, lineup for um, this network, but um, she, she equated it to taking, running to the car to take her mask off. It's almost essential as when you get home and women having to either take their pantyhose off or some, some other undergarment and just feel relieved. Um, but, you know, I, I get a little anxious. I was telling, um, not my therapist, but she is a therapist, um, that I got a little, I get a little anxious now, even going to the store and the thought of having to wear a mask, but I understand the, the safety measures and why that is, uh, it's just, you know, what had, I told her, I said, you know, what was a simple uh, run to target? And I go to target quite often, or I used to anyway, um, has now turned into something a little bit more. And so, uh, you know, and maybe that's why I don't go as often is because it's a lot more it's like a step now. It's like a one, two, three step pattern. Yeah. So, it's go weird. ahead. You know, last week when we were, we, we got together and, and took some photos for our show and I went to Costco right after, hopped out of the car. I was on the phone talking to a realtor about a closing, forgot my mask. Um, nobody stopped me. And I was in there full on shopping, on the phone, no mask. Saw all these people looking at me like for real commission, but nobody asked, hey, where's your mask? And it just didn't occur to me that I didn't have it on until I got to the checkout. And I was like, oh my gosh, I look like the selfish person in the store without the mask. But I truly, even though I saw everybody else with it on, it just, I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> but I was like the only person and they have the rule or they're supposed to that you can't come in without your mask. It's now, nobody oh really? Said, I was mortified yeah. after, but <laughs> yeah, I wonder like how how many stores are gonna take on that um, guideline with requiring their patrons to wear masks. I guess they're asking you to, yeah. but maybe not so much enforcing it in terms of you can't be in here not shopping because they think that you would do the courtesy of them and even yourself protecting yourself by wearing a mask, but um, I, I honestly, I have seen probably more people without one than people with one. Huh. Um, and it's, it's, it's interesting, but you know, another thing that's different now, and I guess it's gonna be part of the new norm is having to, uh, how you greet people. You know, we're a Southern state, <laughs> we're the hospitality state. And you know, you know, for 
you know, because we're friends that you, when even you and I uh, see each other immediately, the first thing you do is, you know, give a hug. So how different is, you think that's going to be for you? Because I know it's going to be a challenging for me because I've already ruined that several times. Um, I've run into people that I've recognized beyond the mask. And, yeah. you know, our first thought was, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Like, oh, wait, were we supposed to do that? I don't know if we do that anymore. So what about you? Yeah, I've had that same time. Now the masks make it easier to remember not to hook because before everybody started wearing the mask, I'd be out, see somebody, and especially if I hadn't seen them in a long time, then there, there's the hug. But I feel like I'm so socially awkward now because when I do see people, I have no idea what to do. It's like, um, can't shake your hand, can't hug it. Don't need to be really within six feet of you. So um, what am I supposed to do? Especially even in my closing business, because for our closings, it's like a celebration. I mean, we make cookies and we have presents and we hug and, and take all these pictures. And since this started, I can't do any of that. Um, and so it's really weird when it's over. It's weird when it starts, but it's really weird when it's over because I'm like, congratulations, but I'm, I've got to stay up. You know, it's just, different than how I would normally do it. So I'm trying to figure out how to not be so socially awkward with all of the social distancing. I feel like I'm failing miserably, but. <laughs> well, I think one of the good things about it is you're not going to be the only one um, with being awkward. Um, again, for me, it's, it's already that, because again, even at the, the, the couple of times I've seen people out that I knew and we hugged, we kind of was like, oh, well, we're supposed to do that. Or, you know, and I think they both felt the same about how different things are going to be going forward. So then uh, a couple of people I've seen, you know, we just like do like this to each other. <laughs> and so uh, I guess that would be the new thing we do, or maybe even a fist bump. Um, you know, what was once considered this bad thing or what people thought to be a bad thing or what they made it out to be <laughs> with our girl, um, you know, who we think is our one of our best friends, um, <laughs> our forever first lady, Michelle yeah. Obama, <laughs> um, you know, when her and her husband did the fist bump, people thought, you know, there were some people who, who tried to make more of it when it really was just an act of kindness and love. And mm -hmm. obviously I think that they, they did now, looks like we'll all be doing it. Right. Um, but yeah, so. And blowing the kisses through my mask, you know, that's kind of. <laughs> Right. Well, absolutely. Um, you know, and then another thing that's going to be, you know, different and in, in this, this, this new, this newness, this new norm uh, for me is, like I said, I started slowing down anyway. So I've had a, several friends call me and was like, Teresa, how are you handling things? You know, you used to going out and you used to moving and da, 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 now you can't do all that. And I was like, actually, I'm okay. You know, and I, I kind of laugh at it. And, and don't get me wrong, I've had my moments. Yeah. Um, I, I was watching, actually, I just finished watching Becoming. And at the end, um, no, it wasn't Becoming. Another show that you and I talk about that we both like is All Rise. Oh, yeah. I just watching the, the season finale. And at the end, they were, you know, all showing themselves. And um, I was... You know, I started crying because I thought it was such a historical moment. Even how they presented the the show was pretty interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of like what we're doing now, social distancing. You're at home, I'm here. Um, but nevertheless, at the end, and the song was just so fitting, and I don't know what happened, but I just started crying for like a whole two or three minutes. And I was like, 
Teresa, get yourself together. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I am okay. I really, really am. And, you know, like I said, this time for me has been a moment to reflect. It's been a time to refresh. And um, I'm ready for, uh, for what, what's, what it, what's to come of this, this newness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even for me, oh, go ahead. kids and all, being so busy, I, it has been a good time for reflection, you know, and to reconnect, you know, you think now that you, and we say social distancing, but I think of it as more physical distancing, um, because in some instances, we have more time to think about people who we haven't spoken to in a while, even though we can't mm -hmm. see them. And I know with Zoom, everybody, I mean, even our friend group, we've had a Zoom call, we probably are due for another one. Um, but just talking more and spending more time, even with the text to say, Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Whereas before you just didn't have as much time for that reflection on people who you may not have heard from in a while. So. Oh yeah. That brings up an interesting, I guess, um, you and I've kind of touched on this and when I read it, um, I was like, Oh God, I, you know, I sent, I screenshot and sent it to you. And I said, we gotta have this on the first show, um, about friendship. Um, you know, although we may be physically distancing ourselves, um, but it has led us to, when I talk about even the refreshing and the newness, I've had to reach out and I've been calling and texting people that I normally wouldn't call and text <laughs> um, because I just, I guess, moving about or doing too much or some, one of my friends like to say doing the most, um, but I, I, I just even I know I have to admit I don't call my parents as much as I should but during these times the last two and a half months I have and so um and, and even getting back to our my friends um you know you and I are in a, a group together and we've probably talked more in that group and 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 the last <laughs> yeah in the last two and a half months than um, ever before but it has been worth it you know in terms of getting through these times and so friendship is something that I do change and something that I hold dear uh so at this time we just uh you know I, I definitely try to reach out to my friends more yeah yeah and it's so important to do that um I think for me I guess over the past few years, I've just really been making a concerted effort to be intentional about friendship anyway. Um, and so this time period kind of helped. Like you said, we're talking more now than we probably ever had. And I realized that there's a good portion of our group that, you know, they're home, um, not working. I'm working from home sometimes and from the office, of course, when I have closing, but we have all slowed down enough to, I think, just catch our breaths, you know, just kind of refresh ourselves and then reconnect with each other. We're sharing recipes, we're sending pics of the kids, Gia is good for a great video, you know, at least every other week. And so I just think it's, a, there's so much, so many good things that can come out of this, even though there's, you know, suffering and death and um, fear among many of us. I think we just need to hold tight to those things that give us comfort and joy. And, and friendship is just one of those things. Absolutely. Um, that thing I shared, I mentioned earlier, I shared with you a screenshot of a post that Sarah Jakes Roberts made mm -hmm. um, talking about friendship. And she had talked about 
um, losing a friend and then them uh, regain acquainted in some way. Um, and in that message, she was just talking about how their lives were so different at one point and that she really was trying, she didn't understand then and she was trying to make sense of what happened and why they had this disconnect. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it really, I guess in a way, um, I was able to relate to that because, you know, you talk about how much friendship means to you and then you lose a friend in some way, not so much they died, God forbid that, um, lose them in a, in a way that, you know, you guys are just not as close as you were. And um, especially a dear friend that you may have known more than you, you know, almost your entire life, mm-hmm. um, how hurtful it can be. And so, you know, during this time of social distancing and, uh, or I say physical distancing, um, it has been even more, like you said, an, an, an effort to be intentional. So just let people know that you're thinking about them, yeah. um, to let people know that, you know, you care about them. Um, Cause I've been sending, I had started sending like text messages to people. Like I said, people that I don't normally talk to on a regular basis, but I may run into them out. Um, I was just sending them text messages and people were sending me text messages that I hadn't heard from in a while um, just to say, hey, how are you doing? And, you know, that really meant a lot. And so, you know, that it just goes to show the value that people have on friends. And during, like I said, during these times, it's really been um, helpful with getting through. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think in her, I think that post came out maybe a week before we were supposed to start sheltering in place and staying home. And I think the question that she asked is about maintaining friendship throughout the years. I think now we all need to ask how are we maintaining our friendship during this crisis that we're in? Um, I just, for me, um, like I was saying earlier, it's been kind of an evolution of myself, you know, to kind Mm -hmm. of hold friendship near and dear. And it almost, well, it did. It took a tragedy for me to kind of realize okay, I need to really be more intentional um, about friendship, about staying connected. Because for me, there's never been a situation where there's been like a falling out. There's just been more so I'm laser focused on what I'm doing in my career or with my family. And it's so easy to kind of put the friends on the back burner and kind of be like, oh yeah, you know, she knows I'm here for her. And so if something happens, she'll reach out or call me. But um when when my daughter Savannah passed away in 2015, it was December, it was raining, it was cold, and all of my friends were there at the graveside service, and they were there when I got there, and I remember when we were leaving, my mom said to me, she was like, you better hold on to those girls, because they are out here in December, two days before Christmas, in the rain with you today. Um, and that just shows how much they love you and how much they care about you. And so from that day to this one, it's like, you know, I'm not going to let too much time pass. I'm going to check in regularly and not just a text or what we need to see each other because I would go, you know, months on end without actually seeing or spending time with my friends, even though we would have the occasional phone call, Hey girl, how you doing? But now it's more of a, okay, I have not seen you. Let's see each other. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, things like that that I think um, kind of bring you to the forefront of what's really important and who's really important. Absolutely. You know, and even our friendship, uh, you know, we were talking about, well, how did we even connect? Right, right. How do I know you? Um, and, and it was, I had met 
your husband and your mother-in-law before I met you. Yeah. And um, after we connected, we did realize we were sorority sisters. Um, but not only that, um, we just start to, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how we even start hanging out together, but um, it was pretty organic and it very much uh, was genuine and easy. Um, and so um, from that uh, group, I got introduced to a good group of girlfriends of yours and uh, y'all have welcomed me into the fold and I thank y'all so much because I've really enjoyed you all. And, uh, you know, I mentioned Michelle Obama. We went on a trip to Dallas uh, to go see Michelle Obama. And, uh, you know, we all, I was thinking like, gosh, they all know each other. I'm going to be the new one on the, on the, on the van. Uh, but it was seamlessly uh, a, a great girls trip, um, even though we got lost <laughs> on the way back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all of any of our own. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, except for us all falling asleep while the driver was driving and uh, woke up yeah. and was like, hey, it, it seemed like we're going south and not east. <laughs> anyway, it was a good trip and uh, we've managed to stay connected. And again, like you said, um, being intentional has really been the big thing through all of this mm -hmm. um, about reaching out and making sure um, we all stay connected because it has been important. And, you know, I FaceTime, I don't do a whole lot of FaceTiming, to be honest with you. Um, but I've done more FaceTiming and more Zoom calls and now house partying uh, with family and friends. <laughs> oh, y'all do house party too? I haven't yeah. yet. You just told me about it. So I'm going to try it soon. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a lot better yeah. for, especially like a family call or even girlfriends. Um, it's, it's really cool. Uh, but I've done a lot of that and it's, it's been worthwhile uh, for me. My house is very quiet. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I don't know those videos of your daughter. I don't know. Uh, but it's, it's been exciting uh, times, even when I get your videos, I know it's going to be something good. <laughs> the beauty of it now for me is that now that all of my friends are friends, I can send, you know, one text message and I pretty much get all of y'all, you know, so um, I always just think about how it's gelled into this, oh, all of my friends are friends now, which is really cool. Y'all talk in groups without me sometimes, you know what I mean? Like people are getting together and, talk, and I'm like, wow, this is, this is like, yeah, I, you know, I, I have a, a lot of my friends are friends, uh, <laughs> even with old and new friends, friends that are as close. Uh, my friends have still managed to still be friends. So uh, that's that's pretty good to know. I guess obviously uh, they found some value in all of that, just as I found value uh, with, with your friends that are now my friends. Um, but yes, that's 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 been um, a big part of it. And you know, before we transition into our next topic, I do want to let uh, we do have a sponsor. And yeah. so I wanted to mention them. Uh, so we're now going into our ad commercial, everyone, if you are listening. Um, I hope you are. Uh, are you building a new home or remodeling? Let Gifted Hands Painting assist you with their quality painting services. Contact them for painting and sheet rock, for your painting and sheetrock needs. Um, they can be reached at 601-540-1243. That is Gifted Hands Painting, 
ready to assist you with quality painting services, as well as your sheetrock needs. All right. Thank you again, Gifted Hands, for being a sponsor of today's um, podcast and show. Uh, we appreciate you all. You all, I, I've, I've had work done. They do really great work. Um, and if you're interested in being a sponsor, please, please, please reach out to us. Um, we have some pretty affordable pricing. <laughs> and uh, we can tell, assure you that it'll be worth your money. Uh, with being a sponsor for us uh, of this podcast, Dear Sister. All right, so getting back into our regular programming. Um, I also want to share with you all that, again, this is, Dear Sister is something new. Um, we won't have the typical program every time, but we are going to share information with you that, again, um, that surrounds sisterhood, personal growth, um, everyday life, politics, leadership, entrepreneurship. I know that's a lot, um, but our lives are layered um, and you know, we're all multifaceted. We're, a lot of us are career driven. A lot of the women that we're targeting um, are women who have mimosas with their friends on the weekends. Um, they're women who uh, care about what's happening in their communities. These are women um, who are just really trying to make a difference um, and just don't have it all together. Um, but we're trying to do better. And so um, if that's you, then I think you will find value in what we present each month, every third Wednesday um, here with Dear Sister. All right. Well, um, another part of the newness um, that uh, Kamisha and I were talking about uh, was just the economics of this pandemic and how, how different or some things that we may be doing differently than um, we've done before. Um, she mentioned uh, that, you know, even in our group text, we were sharing recipes. So a lot of us are cooking more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so one of the things as it relates to economics, is, and this is so important on tips on saving, um, saving during these uncertain times. Um, one of the tips that I would even suggest to you is cooking. Um, I told someone and I've told a couple, I told my mom, as a matter of fact, that I was like, gosh, I think I've cooked more in the last two and a half months, um, than I have in the last two and a half years. Um, <laughs> I know that's probably sad, but, um, it's so much easier for me to eat out and, you know, with the restaurants and all this fear and all this misinformation and all these things that were being tossed in the air at one time. You know, it was really driving me to be at home more. And, and since I'm home more, now I can cook. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> um, so one of the things that we think is a tip for saving um, money during this time um, is not just cooking at home, but when you go to the grocery store, make a grocery list. Yeah. Um, if you're going to be, and I have to admit, I did not do that very well. Um, and so I was just buying all these random things that I wanted in the grocery store. And then I got home and I was like, this doesn't even go together. Um, I still need this and I need that to go with that. And so it really forced me to have to sit down and make a grocery list. And it just makes more sense, you know, to not have to go all over the grocery store. And, and you know, and so, and then, you know, with wearing a mask, you want to limit your time in the grocery store anyway. And so having a grocery list is definitely one way um, you can save 
um, time and money um, by not having to go as much, but then not having to spend as much in there and getting the things that you need. Yeah. Yeah, that's because uh, I am not the list girl. I wasn't before. I mean, Gerald was always the better grocery shopper because I would go in, you know, get the meal I'm going to cook when I get home and then we don't have bread or milk, you know, so... <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, you got to do better, friend. I'm, I'm doing better. I'm making lists. I've been using Instacart a lot, which kind of helps because it'll keep track of what I bought last time. And so that's really helpful. Um, and then, like you said, we're cooking at home more, not eating out as much. Now, when this thing first started, I was cooking three meals a day, like cooking every meal, making the snacks. We're eating out some now, and we have been for the last <laughs> You know, all it took was, and I have to give kudos to those restaurants that were sending out uh, emails and e-blasts to let us know that they were still in business or they still were open and they were doing a uh, to-go option yeah. because <laughs> I, when I found out one of my favorite restaurants and um, was still doing um, or was still open and but was doing a to-go option, even on their drinks, um, I was, because I have to admit, I love the margaritas at Sombra. If yeah. you not, and I have, I, I, this is a no plug to them. Um, I don't get paid to promote them in any way. Um, but I love the margaritas there. And I was like, wait, they are doing a to-go on their margaritas. Yeah. And I think I shared it with our group. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I even rode my bike over there. Nice. <laughs> I was like, well, I might as well get some exercise. calories. Right. <laughs> Now, riding back was interesting. Uh, I think I got more power, more, 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 more power going back because there's a huge hill you have to climb on your bike. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was fun though. It was, it was all in fun. Um, but you know, um, yeah, restaurants doing that to go option was, was, was really, really good. A really, really good thing for me. So I've slowly been getting back in. Though, even though we are doing kind of the to-go option, I'm still cooking a little bit. Um, I saw a report just before we hopped on where they were just saying um, that Americans were saving more now um, than they were two months ago. Um, and it's a little intriguing because a lot of people aren't working um, as they normally would be. They don't have the same hours. Some people's salaries have been reduced. But people have find, found ways to kind of cut where they could just to prepare just in case, you know, things get worse before they get better. Um, and ironically, when I was driving home today, I heard that State Farm was slashing their rates during this time because their auto rates, um, because there weren't as many people driving on the roads. Uh, and that got me to thinking about other things that people could do to save and something that I do regularly just because I'm my mama's child and she does this religiously. She is going to regularly call her wireless service and her home phone and internet providers and say, what can you give me if you want to keep me? Uh, <laughs> and she does it on a regular basis and they always really? have some promotion she is always, you know, she's always going to have all the premium channels for the new service rate. I mean, <laughs> and so I've been doing that for years. But wow. I think that's a good tip. You know, you may not be thinking about that right now, but you know, with people not working as much, some people aren't, 
I'm just calling and saying, hey, wireless company, I'm not really using my cell phone as much or I can't even afford to have it at all right now. So if you want to keep me on, can you give me some sort of reduction in my monthly bill? And the same thing with, you know, I know we're all watching way too much TV, but, you know, even with your, you know, your cable or home phone, asking for a reduction or at least some promotion, I think would help. And you can put those dollars back to save for in your rainy day fund. You know, that's a great idea, a great tip, uh, Misha, with calling your uh, service providers and asking. And you're absolutely correct. My parents have had their home phone, the same landline, uh, never been disconnected for 52 years now. And my dad is not getting rid of it anytime soon. And so uh, it was crazy. Well, not crazy. It was funny because I remember my mom had to call or she had me call AT&T for her for something. And they were like, you know, they were thanking her for being a loyal customer since 1960. I was like, wait, what? And uh, it was just interesting to hear. I was like, gosh, I don't know if I have anything that long. Yeah. You know, definitely not a phone number, I don't think. Um, but it was interesting to hear. And that is a great tip on how you can save uh, because mm -hmm. a lot of the rates have been reduced and slashed. Um, and mm -hmm. now is definitely the time. And, and even like there are free college courses you can take. Um, stuff that's normally at a much higher price is now being reduced. Um, and so we have to check all those things out. And insurance is definitely one. I actually got an email today from my insurance um, let me know I had gotten my rebate, um, the pandemic rebate for um, for the month um, for my monthly coverage. And so I was very happy to hear that. And I was like, gosh, about time y'all gave me something back because I could give y'all some, I could give y'all a lot of money. Right. Uh, so um, yeah, that's a great one, which kind of leads us right into our next um, discussion about, you know, any legislation with the small, well, legislation surrounding the small businesses. Um, I know on the federal level, uh, there is supposed to be a new um, uh, stimulus package that's coming out. Uh, however, uh, according to some, some things I've read that there's been proposals submitted. Of course, the House, I think, has come up with something. Um, I don't think that the Senate was in agreement with it. And it probably will be June before our small businesses receive any more federal uh, not anymore, because some people have benefited. I know people who have benefited from the uh, PPP, which is the uh, Payroll Protection Program. Um, I know folks who've benefited from that, as well as people who've applied and not gotten anything back. Um, and then I know people who've applied, business owners who've applied for the economic, um, uh, I, I think it's the economic, uh, what's it, disaster loan? I think it's EIDL, um, people who've applied for that and have gotten funding for that, um, as well as people who've applied and hadn't gotten anything. So um, it depends on, I guess, who you're banking with that really makes a difference with some, especially the PPP um, that's made a difference. Uh, but as far as the economic um, disaster loan program, uh, that people, I know, again, I know people who've benefited and those are two, two big programs um, that the government, uh, federal government is pushing. And then we have some things on the local level that's come down the pipeline. Um, did you want to speak to that or share? Well, yeah, I think it's really important that we talk about our, our state legislation. Um, 
you know, it's a two-track program and it's initially open for those who couldn't or didn't benefit from um, the CARES Act, um, which is the federal legislation. Um, and so um, there's a list of businesses uh, that are eligible. Um, I guess I could just read off a few of those just in case any of our listeners are those in those uh, businesses, restaurants, of course, personal care, our salons and barbershops. I think we in our group had talked about supporting um, our hairstylists and our makeup artists during this time. You know, there are people that have been so important to us. Um, mm -hmm. And so, of course, we didn't want them to, you know, suffer as much during a time where they weren't working, you know, through something that was just out of their control. So they're on the list, amusement and recreation, school and instruction, performing art companies, spectator sports, amusement parks and arcades, motion picture and video industries, furniture stores, clothing stores, shoe stores, jewelry, luggage and leather goods stores, sporting goods, bookstores and forests are all on the list of eligible businesses. It's a mm -hmm. two-track program. Um, their track one is just a direct payment. I think there are... $60 million appropriated for that program. Yep. And it's a one-time $2,000 payment per eligible business. Um, then yep. I think in track two is a, up to a $25,000 grant. Um, yep. well, I, any of our listeners that are business owners that have been affected because who hasn't been impacted in some way um, as a business owner uh, by this virus, um, please look into, you know, applying for these. Yes. Um, uh Absolutely, that those state uh, state uh, aid that's that's come down from the federal level through the CARES Act of uh, monies is going to be a huge uh, make a huge difference. Oh yeah, absolutely. Teresa? I think we may have lost Teresa for a minute. I'll just give her a second to see if she can get back on. Just bear with us through these technical difficulties. We'll give Teresa just a second to rejoin us. I think she's having a little trouble uh, from where she logged into. Um, but as we were discussing, we want to just give some information uh, about the state legislation that's out there, hoping that any of our listeners, viewers that are business owners of any of these businesses will apply. We're going to post uh, some information about the small business relief um, that's being provided uh, to uh, our state businesses. Um, 
so that our audience can um, get the information that they need and get those applications in sooner than later. Um, we are living in this new world. Um, there, things are changing every day. Um, and it's so important that we share information with each other um, and then be there to help each other. Um, even in these new business ventures, we've seen several um, new businesses crop up during uh, this time where some businesses are closing. We have friends that have started um, new businesses from things that they were talented in, but just never had the time uh, to devote uh, to developing those things. Um, and Teresa um, should be getting back on real soon, but she had some wonderful tips for new business owners because she does a lot of business development um, in her own personal business. Um, so we'll give her just a minute. We are back. Um, I'm not certain um, what has happened to Teresa with all of our social distancing. Of course, we're not in the same place right now. I can see her coming back into the waiting room. I'm back. <laughs> um, yeah, I apologize. That we are not together. We are practicing our physical distancing, so these things will happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, I apologize about that. I dropped off talking about the small businesses, um, how they were going to be uh, benefiting from um, the state monies that were coming in uh, from the CARES Act. And so uh, I think we are definitely under the impression that there will be. Um, a lot of good, this money will be distributed. To my understanding, MDA is going to be responsible for um, issuing out the money or the applicant or be responsible for the applications being accepted and issuing out the money. And it's supposed to be a pretty simple process. And so uh, that was good to hear because uh, oftentimes, especially small minority businesses um, are often uh, intimidated by the process. And so I think they want to make it where um, people find value in, uh, in some honesty and integrity in this, this process and this system. And um, I think MBA is gonna do definitely the right thing and um, that we know uh, will definitely benefit from it in a positive way and have a great impact on our communities. Right. Yeah, I think to be eligible, your business must have filed your uh, income tax returns for 2018 or 2019 for your business that was formed between January 1st of 2020 through March 1st, 2020. So if you're prior to that, then of course you're eligible. Okay, well, that's good to know. Um, I think most of us um, are, are positioned for that. Um, and if you definitely have been reaping benefits, <laughs> From the stimulus plan and other ways, uh, 
likely so. Um, and that, I'm glad you shared that, Kamisha, about the 2018-2019 taxes. Um, that is good. And that, with the extension, uh, most businesses should have already filed um, or will be filing. I think the deadline was the 15th, right? The extended deadline? Or was it Ju is it July? It's June, I think. June? June 15th? Oh, okay. I thought it was May 15th. All right. Well, that's, that's even better. Yeah, um, I'm one of those people who only, always file in October, so I... <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. So you're like, forget the whole first quarter. Yeah. I mean, that, that April 15th, gotcha. Um, are they allowing people to file extensions? Um, you can after this automatic extension passes because I will also be one of those people. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh, yeah, later on. Yeah, okay. That's good to know. Um, uh, good, definitely good if information. In 2019, you can rely on your 2018 return. So you're, you're okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, so for again, for our small business owners, um, I hope you're taking advantage. And there was even another one that was a grant uh, being offered through um, Higher Purpose Co. Uh, for small black businesses. Um, and it's a grant. Um, I think they were giving away or the grant making will be up to $2,500 per business. Um, and they do have some stipulations on who qualifies and who doesn't. Um, you can find that, on, and this is a shameless plug, but you can find that on their uh, website and that's higherpurposeco.org or you can just Google them. Um, actually the deadline is today. So you may wanna go check that out um, as soon as possible after our podcast here. Um, share it and I mean, share with other business owners as well. Um, they have $400,000 um, that they'll be distributing to black small business owners throughout the state of Mississippi. And um, the first round of the uh, application process is a, I think maybe a 10 questionnaire, um, 10 questions on this questionnaire or on their form. Um, that's very simple and easy and uh, I think it's worth you checking out the fact that it's a grant um, versus a loan of any sort. Yeah, yeah when we lost you too, I, we, I kind of was going into our, what we were talking about earlier too, about, of course, we want to protect our existing businesses, but there are some, there have been some new businesses that, have, you know, come out of where we are <laughs> with the, with this pandemic. Um, and, and, and another shameless plug because it, you know, Teresa is a business developer. And so <laughs> I know you had all these tips for people who um, had some time on their hands to develop their talent and skill that they probably uh, didn't either have the time to develop before now or just the comfortability of their current position, which may have been something different than their craft. Um, and so, of course, because you are the connector and the developer, I thought you could share some <laughs> of this here uh, with some of our folks that have started new businesses um, during this time. Um, and so, um, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Um, I will share a couple of tips on um, small businesses. And you're right, there have been a lot of new businesses that have now um, been developed and formed uh, during this pandemic uh, and maybe started out as a hobby for them 
Um, but now they found a way to start earning some type of revenue from it. And so, and that's usually how some businesses even start. Um, it, it starts off as a hobby and it becomes something that uh, you're able to profit from. Um, but if you're gonna do that, uh, definitely some things to consider um, is one, registering the business um, with the Secretary of State's office. Um, but even before you do that, I would, or even before you name your business, I would suggest you do a search on the Mississippi Secretary or any, or whatever state you're in, um, the Secretary of State's off website, you can search for a business name. Only one business in that state, in any state, is allowed to have that same exact name. I mean, there's only one business that can have that name. So you can be Teresa Company, but if there's one that already exists, uh, I can't be Teresa Company. I would have to go with Teresa K Company or Teresa G K Company. You know, I would have to do it some other way. Um, and I've seen that. Um, my time when I was a program director for the uh, Women Business Center here in Mississippi, I uh, saw women who got started and then we did a business search because they weren't registered, hadn't even thought about it, didn't even know they had to. Um, yes, and there are people who didn't know they had to register their business. Um, find out that, whoa, someone else has that name. Yes, someone does. Um, now, there could be several businesses across the U.S. with that name, but only one in your state with that name. Um, because, again, on the, even on the federal level, your EIN um, differentiates you from other businesses in other states that may have that same exact name. But uh, So do a, bus a business name search first. Um, go ahead and register it if it's available. Um, once you do, and that's just $50. Um, which is a not, a not a bad investment um, in, in your future and your business. Um, another important thing, I've, I've talked to several business owners, and I mentioned this to you, Kamisha, um, is get that business checking account. Um, I, I, I can't imagine how much that hurts people in so many different ways. Um, and then during this pandemic, you know, if you've applied for any um, type of loan, you've had to have had, and I'm certain they are asking for your business checking account number. Mm -hmm. um, it's so important. And again, it's, it's so many reasons, so many positive reasons uh, why you should have that business checking account. And, you know, I'm no guru on starting a business, <laughs> but I will tell you, having that business checking account, you want to separate your personal funds from your business money. You want to use your business money for business things. Um, it has a tax benefit to it. Um, and for tax purposes, uh, when you're reporting, you're gonna want to know, and you wanna know how much you're bringing in and how much revenue your business is acquire, acquiring. Um, even if you were to take a loss, you still wanna know because you, you can see how maybe your trends are different or how you're trending. And there's so many systems in place now to make um, doing business so easy for you with having that checking account, that business checking account, um, and being able to separate the two from, you know, your personal and your business account. Um, so those will be uh, two or three of the biggest things uh, as it relates to business development. Um, and even before you may even start, I would go so far to say, if it is a hobby, see if it see if it, it has value. See if people are willing to buy what you have to offer. 
Um, that would be the last thing I say. Um, I know Kanisha and I have a friend who posted a picture of something she made, um, just trying it out. And uh, <laughs> she got four or five orders on the phone with us and then made a post on Facebook and ended up with, I don't know how many orders. How many did she have? A lot. <laughs> a lot, right? So uh, as a result of that, I guess she's now in business and uh, is making, um, this is a person that's an educator. So, you know, with school being out, she has a little bit more time and uh, she's finding a way to benefit from it. And I, what I've seen is people are involved in their children as well. So they're learning about entrepreneurship. They're learning about starting a business. They're learning about learning a craft or um, and, and finding out how they can make the most of it. Um, that would pretty much be what I have to share right now. We're definitely going to get more into it at a, on a later program. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I think we can talk about that, you know, in a show in and of itself. We were talking earlier about how sometimes, you know, getting pushed out of your comfort zone will kind of lead you to where you're supposed to be. And I think during this time with the new businesses that are cropping up, it's really a matter of, you know, people being pushed to do something different. And there are some beautiful things that are coming from that. Absolutely. Um, we have to also consider um, people who are doing the uh, doing the work too. Well, I want to say this before I say what I'm about to say. Um, we got to do our job to support these small businesses. Uh, we talked about the grants and the loans, um, but we have to do our job. It's going to take us patronizing these small businesses um, for us to uh, really make a difference in our communities. And I know we talked about saving, but you are going shopping, doing something, um, you know, and if you can get it locally, I would strongly suggest you do because there are businesses that are folding as a result of this. Mm -hmm. And um, whether you believe it or not, you know, if a business closed in your neighborhood or where you live, it impacts you. Mm -hmm. um, it impacts your <laughs> property value. Um, and so, and maybe it was a place that you didn't frequent, but you went there every now and then when it was convenient. Um, but it, just imagine if it closed and now you having to travel even far further um, to access whatever that is that you used to go there for. So consider those things um, and consider those small business owners and, and how you can support them. Right, I remember that meme that said support your local coffee shop or donut shop because they're the people are, that are going to sponsor your kids baseball team or you know your school fundraiser or, you know and so it's good to be community minded and think about those things that are in our immediate vicinity as we as we go about our day-to-day -day activities absolutely you're correct in that way you know I remember growing up and my brother's baseball teams were sponsored by people from their community the, the local cleaners um the the local shipyard where everyone worked or you know uh the the gas station people up the street you know so we we definitely have to consider that and, and be mindful and intentional with our spending um as well um i guess one of the other things is how can we help the most vulnerable too even during this time um my parents are definitely what i would consider seniors <laughs> they're in their their mid now mid to late 70s and so uh, I have to give kudos to those persons 
who've reached out to help my parents um, during this time. You know, but as much as I go, my mother goes just as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she does. And people are like, where did she get that energy from? And I hope to one day be as active as she is at her age. Um, but, um, you know, since all this has happened and, and because she's, she's very high risk, what they would consider high risk during this time, uh, my brothers and I have expressed to them how much we love them even more and how we really want her around, her and my dad around a little longer. So she got to stop going, to, she has to stop going to the store. Um, so we had to, uh, I thought we were going to have to shuffle them in the house. Well, my mom in the house or something, but I think she's gotten the picture now. And so um, I was giving a shout out to friends who have, and even some of her sores who have called her and said, hey, is there something we can do? Um, can we pick up a prescription for you? I'm going to the store. And it really got me to think of the things I can do even locally for me. I don't live near my parents. Uh, what I can do to help seniors in my area uh, or even people who may be without um, masks. Um, you know, I, I bought a couple masks from a friend of mine um, and, and said, hey, you know what, donate those to somebody that need it. Yeah. Uh, and so those are the simple, some of the simple things that we can do to help those persons who are vulnerable. Oh yeah, I mean, a simple text message, hey, do you need anything? And, and dropping it off or even just anticipating some of those needs and saying, you know, I'm going to the store. I know Miss Ethel from church may need something or may like something. Yep. So I'm just going to drop these things off to her and leave it on the porch. Absolutely. In the and car because there are some people when you try to drop things off on the porch, they want to come out and steal, socialize. So <laughs> drop it and run. example of that again is my parents so um I did a Walmart grocery order for my mom all the way up here from down there and I knew it you know it was going to require my GPS but my mom go to Walmart so much and she's probably taught probably half the kids or their moms that work in Walmart so um I knew they would recognize her you know because also the GPS was reading that I was in Ridgeland when she went to go pick the groceries up and it was so funny because it's a learning curve for our seniors. We hadn't even thought about them having to learn how to utilize, Facebook is enough, yeah. trust me. Um, but even how to utilize these apps um, to access certain things. And so I, I, I didn't want to take the time to try to tell her, show her how to do it. So I just did it. Um, and so I, I said, well, mom, when the, when the people come out to bring the next car groceries, you just let them know that you're there to pick yours up. Because um, I've already told them that you were on your way. Um, so they are expecting you. And it was funny because my dad, leading up to her going to get it, my dad asked her like every day, oh, when are you going to go get the groceries? How are you going to get the groceries? They're going to bring the groceries? And she was like, oh, I cannot wait to go get these groceries for your daddy. Keep asking me about them. <laughs> He's never been concerned about her going to get groceries till that time. Um, but it's been helpful. Now, the thing my mom was asking for I was like I don't think I can put your prescription on your on a Walmart order so I was like you're gonna have to find someone and she did someone uh ended up calling her and was like hey Miss Kennedy like you said Tamisha hey Miss Kennedy uh can we go get xyz for you and she said yeah you know you can you can pick up this and I'm glad to know that 
companies are being flexible on that. Because I know at one point it was like an act of Congress <laughs> to try to pick up <laughs> pick up so much prescription. Now they are like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even something as simple as getting contact lenses before now, they wanted you to kind of come into the store. Now I can call and pay for them over the phone, which I thought I should have been able to do before now. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like I said, there have been some huge benefits, um, some things that they're making things a lot more convenient, or I guess what they call contactless yeah. um, for us uh, has turned to be out, turned out to be pretty convenient. Um, and so, you know, I, again, I want to, um, reiterate, like you said, simple text message, text message to someone maybe from your church, someone that you know in your old neighborhoods or someone in your new neighborhood that could um, really help, use your help. Just send them a text message. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to wrap up soon. Um, and before we do, I definitely want to give um, a huge shout out to Visit Jackson. Uh, which is the tourist uh, or tourism uh, arm for the city of Jackson um, for letting us uh, utilize um, their space. They're one of our sponsors um, for the Dear Sister podcast, and they are a phenomenal staff. They're doing a lot, a lot of work. You know, with the restaurants um, now um, getting back into the, the swing of things and allowing uh, in-house dining, uh, the rest of the hotels are looking um, for some, some, some type of um, more activity now. Um, their job is definitely um, more busier than ever before with pulling business um, into those restaurants and into those hotels. And so um, I wanna thank them for uh, being a sponsor for uh, Dear Sister. And uh, again, um, you'll be seeing more of some of the things that they have going on and what they are doing um, on our show here. Yeah. Um, I also want to share with you all, um, this won't always be, it won't always be just Kamisha and I talking um, to each other and sharing with you all different things that we know um, that can make a difference in your life. Again, this is a, something new. This is a new show. This is a bold show. Um, so we'll be doing some things that you don't normally see on this uh, network um, to offer something um, exciting, to offer something um, inspiring, something impactful. Um, and it won't always just be us. Uh, we are going to have guests on um, who are very much the expert at what they do um, to share that type of information for you to take back to your friends or your girlfriends or your home or your community. Um, to really make a difference. Um, and uh, you, if you don't catch us live, that's fine. Um, it'll be posted on our Facebook, on this Women for Progress Facebook page um, after the show. It will also be available to you, again, as I said, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, on iHeartRadio app, as well as um, Spreaker. So uh, we want to make sure that you know that. And like I said, if you don't catch us, you can definitely tune in at a later date or time to do so. Any last words? Oh, any last words before I give my last word? Well, my <laughs> last word for our show for this month will be, Dear Sister, Let Love Lead. Oh, I love that. And mine is, Dear Sister, Let Your Light Shine. 
All right. Well, we are done here. Uh, we will catch you next third Wednesday in June. And hopefully uh, you'll tune in with us. And uh, we appreciate everyone who's tuned in and who were patient with us, um, who uh, shared our posts that we've made. Um, we hope that you would continue to support us as we move forward. I can assure you that uh, next time, next show will be much, much better. We will start on time. Um, and everything will be uh, right for the next show in terms of our technical difficulties. Uh, we'll get those ironed out. So again, thank you all so much for tuning in. Good night. Good night. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.